I told my mom I thought I saw a werewolf. And my mom believed me. It was walking along a good, probably seven to ten seconds before it had turned its head. That thing, that was no dog. That was too big to be a dog. That thing was bigger than me. That thing was stalking cornfields, jumping on cars, and feasting on roadkill. For two years, people in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, whispered about a king-sized creature who roamed Bray Road. Art and Jacob to America is presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wide field. 209. A study on the wide field called Demoside. Google it, folks. Demoside. Google it, folks. The world's coming to an end. Everybody wanted everybody. All the details about the line that we had in our possession. Had in our possession. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's a All right, everybody, welcome to episode 211 of the Art Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host, Mr. Jacob Pete, and the place to be. And sitting right across from me is the Brown Recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. Millions, what is going on, America? Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I feel like we haven't recorded an episode in a while. I know, even though we're, we've been here every week. What did we do last week? Uh, we covered Injustice for All with Mr. Aaron North. Oh, right, right, right. I feel like... I think because we've been having like a lot of guests on or whatever, yeah. we just haven't had like alone time with each other. So it's just like, you know. I was going to say, this is the return. Like, But then I was like, wait, I was here last week too. <laughs> that was but, more of Aaron North's episode though. Yeah. Uh, anyways, guys. Yeah, I'm Art. Uh, guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of coffee. They got the hibiscus tea, my personal favorite. Not everyone's personal favorite though. My boy Jesus, not a big fan of it, but I won't hold that against them. Happy birthday, by the way. His birthday right now or maybe it was yesterday we don't know nobody knows so by the time this by the time this episode comes out he will be one day older um but anyways guys go to cavemancoffee.com check out their entire inventory if you don't even like coffee then just buy a hat buy some pants they got fucking jogger pants make you make your dick look big man <laughs> um they got all kinds of things man um i personally love the decaf um I love that it comes in a little pot. That way I can just make my little pot in the morning. And I'm done. I'm ready to go. I'm out the door. Uh, I like it. Check it out. Type in America at checkout to receive 15% off. Uh, tag yourself. Taking a taking a swig of that coffee. Wearing the hat. Wearing the jogger pants with the big dick. Um, <laughs> make it look thicker than the Snickers, baby. T- tag us. Tag them. Um, and uh, shows that you love uh, the podcast and you love <laughs> the big dick. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, who doesn't but yeah anyways type in America at checkout we appreciate it they appreciate it and speaking of sponsors everybody make sure you guys check out the great the powerful and the flavorful 
El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Guys, the kings of flavor since 1968. That is 50 plus years of Flavortown. And when I mean Flavortown, I mean the best hot sauce you will find on any shelf. I guarantee it just like the Men's Warehouse. All right, Jordan, who doesn't remember those uh, Men's Warehouse commercials, but look it up on YouTube. They're amazing. I love those commercials. The dude with the raspy boy, like, you're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. And I just like that guy with the raspy voice and the magnificent 80s beard. Uh, you're going to love El Yucateco hot sauce. And guys, just in case, you cannot find El Yucateco on your local shelves just because you know, it got all ate up because it's that damn delicious. Guys, just go to shopelucateco.com, enter promo code DOAMERICA. Do America is one word, and we'll save you guys 10% off your entire purchase. And just like Caveman Coffee, they got shirts, they got shorts, they got board shorts. You know, summer is coming. You can get some, get yourself some board shorts, you know, and jump in, you know, Lake Sasaquaca or whatever, whatever lake or body of water is near you. You can use those. Um, I don't know if they have jogger pants, so I don't know if they uh, they got anything that will make board your shorts are pretty cool, though. Yeah, but you can st- you can stick a thick bottle of El Yucateco down your pants and it'll do oh, the same job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of, I'll check them out. I'll check. Let me, let me, you keep talking. I'm going to go check out their board shorts. <laughs> yeah. So guys, make sure you go to shop at Enter promo code do America. Save yourself 10% off. Make sure you tag us, tag El Yucateco. So that way it shows you are supporting the show as well as their fantastic product. But Art, we are not here today to talk about fucking thick dicks. <laughs> well, we might be talking about some thick dicks. I don't know. We, <laughs> <laughs> or coffee or hibiscus tea or any of that other stuff. Today we are here to talk about the beast of Bray Road. You uh you pitched this topic a while back, like two weeks back, and uh I YouTubed it and I was like, That seems interesting. Let's do that. Let's do that. And you actually brought up a fact that, um, you know, it's, it sounds similar to what you was, you brought up. It was like, what, the Michigan Dogman? Uh, just Dogman in general. But, yes, I guess Michigan. I didn't realize that it was mostly in Michigan, the Michi- Michigan Dogman. Mm-hmm. I had really, uh, really, I had recently listened to a, a podcast called um, Radio Rental, which I recommend if you have not listened to Radio Rental. It is A-plus quality mm-hmm. podcasting. And it's Dwight from the, the office, Dwight right? Dwight from the office, yes. Um, but they do tell one story on there about this guy who is an adult man now but as a child he constantly had in- encounters with these dogmen like creatures mm-hmm. that he would see in his in his foresty backyard and i was like wow that is fucking terrifying the way he tells the story is terrifying like you have to wait to the very end to get that last punchline it's like oh that makes everything terrifying yeah but um yeah and then i was like huh i wonder if that's a thing and then i saw like oh apparently like dogmen have been a thing where like people see them in like foresty areas and i was like well it could be just be like a, a bigfoot ish type of thing i guess uh maybe it's people confusing bigfoot for for a dog for a dog man <laughs> yeah possibly yeah and it, it seems like it is like a big phenomenon this happens like in the midwest you know like you're talking about like you know minnesota and michigan and i guess, I guess the beast of bray road it happens in you know a small town in elkhorn wisconsin which is southern wisconsin but you get the, like these reports like all around like that little like geographic area about these like dogmen and whatever right and uh what they're seeing basically is like a humanoid bear-like like slash ape like slash which mostly uh, lies on is like a wolf hybrid creature with like the head of like you know a big gray wolf or a german shepherd you know and you know you see the drawings you see like you know the forensic sketches and whatnot and it very much just looks like a werewolf and um 
I, I almost wanted to save this topic for Halloween just because it's like I wanted like, you know, one of those like stereotypical like, uh, uh, you know, topics, you know, that we can just plug in for Halloween time. But like mm-hmm. I thought, you know, is is pretty pertinent right now just because like watching TV, like I keep seeing like this topic getting like popping up like every once in a while, like on Discovery Channel, the Travel Channel, fucking MSNBC. So like the fake news is even getting <laughs> getting a part of it or whatever. And I guess like Sean Hannity oh, and like here Bill, we go. Bill O'Reilly, they actually dedicated <laughs> like segments to this shit as well, dude. That's, uh, you just sold me. Uh, it just really <laughs> quickly, guys, I just want to say I'm on the L. You could take a website. <laughs> and and I did find some uh some El Yucateco sweatpants. Uh, oh okay. Not not joggers, but sweatpants. If you like the little loose thing at the bottom, those those are what I would refer to as like chill, my ch- my chill Saturdays, chill Sundays. You know where you just mm-hmm. want to fucking chill, put some sweatpants on, let the gut out. Yeah, watch the watch the um, watch some like crazy things on the internet in the morning. Do you ever do that? Wake up and just watch crazy, find the craziest shit on the internet and just watch. <laughs> Well, like what, like beheadings from ISIS or what? No, that's violence, dude. Um, <laughs> um, I was just thinking like... Like the Beast of Bray Road? Like or the what? Beast of Bray Road, yeah. Okay. Uh, so things like that. Okay, yeah. So speaking of the Beast of Bray, Bray Road, um, it, again, like I said, it's like a humanoid, you know, wolf hybrid creature. Uh, most people describe it be- being between, you know, five to seven feet tall. Uh, standing on its hind legs, just, you know, like a dog or whatever, uh, but kind of, like, has a human-like body. And, like, everybody says, like, it's, like, pretty jack too, so it's, like, like a little... I kept seeing that, yeah. He yeah. was, like, buff as fuck. Everybody's, like, you know, he um, he looked like a dog, but buff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, damn, you don't have to fucking say it like that. Like, you're all turned on by this dog. Got all wet <laughs> talking like, about... Damn, you go fuck this dog. It's buff dog, I guess. <laughs> And that's what art means by looking up weird shit like on a Sunday morning. Buff dogs, buff dog porn. Let's look that up. Yeah, buff dog porn. Get you wet on a Sunday morning. <laughs> let, let me just look up dog, 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 buff dogs. Let me just look that up. We you keep talking. I'm sure there's like Google images for buff dogs. Uh, yeah. So uh, large head like a wolf, sometimes a bear, typically um, between 200 to 600 pounds with brown to gray fur. Um, and then going into like the first sighting. So the first like recorded documented sighting is happened in 1936 on Bray Road. Um, there was a man named Mark Shackleman who was a night watchman for St. Coletta School for the exception for exceptional children, uh, which was actually like a former Franciscan for Franciscan covenant, uh, which had several Indian burial effigies like all scattered around on the property. So that'll come in we start talking about the theories later on. Uh, but he was doing like his little night watchman thing, like, you know, Ben Stiller at my museum or whatever, just like swinging around like his flashlight. And um, he happened to see something like off in the distance. And it looked like, you know, like what looked to be like a dog, like digging on one of these like Indian burial effigies and whatnot. And so uh, when he, you know, you know, flashed his light at it or whatever, it like stood up and like loped up on it. Like, like those cholos from, uh, you know, training day and shit. Like, Wait, Art's showing me. Does this, uh, <laughs> this match the description? That does not look like a buff dog, dude. That looks like fucking like a sitcom dad, like Dan from fucking Roseanne and shit. So this uh, this teeters on like that weird internet porn. I'm scared to keep looking down this road. Yeah, Art, don't don't don't. Oh, look get at this co- one. This one. This this is good cover art for the for the podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing. He's got a thick dick too. Yeah, <laughs> big weird. old chub. Weird. Don't dogs' dicks go inside of them when they're done? 
Yeah, uh, like a little red rocket kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, this is more. I guess this is more fantasy. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in, if you're into fucking big packaged wolves, I, well, I'm all here criticizing its dick when it's like clearly standing on two feet and yeah. has hands. Come on, just swinging it around like a fucking helicopter. A dick, yeah. <laughs> Which they, nobody described it, so the uh, fucking Bray Road Beast might actually be a girl, but um, the dog or the dog that uh, Mr. Shackleman saw stands up on his hind legs, you know, kind of punks him a little bit, and has like these glowing red eyes, and he looks at him, and he looks at it, and like he says, he just has this like overwhelming like you know feeling of dread, and then it just like runs off, and he's like he just dismisses it like, oh wow, that was weird as shit. And so the next night he's doing his rounds again and then he sees it digging in, you know, this Indian burial ground again. And he's like, man, but this time like I'm smelling like this like, you know, smell of like rotted flesh or like this like skunk smell or whatever. And then he goes, you know, it looks at me. I look at it, but I look it straight in its eyes. And it, instead of it running away, it says like these words like in like a human voice like Vin Diesel. And it just says, Godara. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Now he's talking. Yeah. What do you say? Gandara? Gadara. Good. Oh, okay. For Mortal Kombat. Gotcha. Oh, that's a Mortal Kombat? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it I'm sounds kidding. like a Mortal Kombat person. Oh, I am Gandara for Mortal Kombat. Uh, but I guess what Gandara means is it like it's uh, this place like in the Bible. Now, we don't have Keith here to oh, verify this. Oh, here we go. Now the Bible's involved. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you know the Bible? Um but I guess it's a place in the Bible where I guess Jesus like exercised like a demon, like one of the first times like you know Jesus exercised a demon out of a body. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, some people like blame the beast of Bray Road as being like something demonic or even Satan himself. I'm gonna just say that this person, uh, this person is a a, a Christian. I'm going to just go ahead and say that they're probably a Christian who already knew about this stuff. Um, it's funny. I was literally just thinking about this this morning because um, I don't know how it came up in like the research to this. Somehow, you know, like one video will send you another video or something. Mm-hmm. I ended up falling on a video that said like, um, does the Bible say to, is it okay to eat pork or not in the Bible? And he goes down like this giant expl- explanation of like, it's up to you kind of thing if you want to do pork or not. But, like, the Bible probably says you probably shouldn't. But, like, it never says don't. So, like, and I was just like, man, that's fucking crazy. Like, th- there's, like, you know, a diet to follow and all this stuff. And, like, like it- it's just, it's weird to me. Like, and now this dog is telling you, like, now I got to listen to Dog Man. <laughs> the, the Dog Man p- pulled the, the fucking. Dog Man prophecies. What is it? Gandara. Gandara. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out about Gunara <laughs> and pork. Yeah, I was like, "Oh fuck!" He he knows he's on to me. I've been eating all this pork. <laughs> I saw you eating all that bacon. Uh, was that? Uh, it smells like bacon. Uh, I just want to let you know that uh, Gandara and then he walks. Out. <laughs> he just walks out. Oh, Which fuck. is like a weird thing to like land on or whatever, right? And like, remember we did that episode about like satanic backmass, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just like, I guess the uh, pareidolia or whatever. Yeah, like, it sounds like a bark, like. Burf. Gandara. Gandara. <laughs> Did you just say Gandara? I'll tell you this one. Uh, not even that long ago, I would say back in like 2008 or something, me and my mom went to go feed my sister's cat and we walked in. And to this day, me and my mom swear it sounded just like my sister's cat said, hello. Like, yeah. And I was like, <gasps> me and my mom were both like, Did he just say hello? Yeah. It sounded just like that. 
But I'm sure it was just a cat meow that came out wrong. Like he burped in the middle of the meow. Yeah. And it sounded like hello. Yeah. And but I could see how like that dude heard a dog bark. Gandara. And like I, I mean, we've had like several dogs like over the years too, and like we've had dogs that like you know they'll bark and shit like that. But then like they'll do like that whole like like yeah. it's like almost like a somewhere between like you know like a grumble and like a bark or whatever and it sounds like they're saying shit are they saying shit probably not but like they're it, that whole pareidolia thing where it's just oh, like man. okay he's probably just you know gr- you know trying to like the, the animal's scared of you right or is trying to like you know intimidate you to get the fuck out of there he's trying to he's trying to dig in this fucking indian burial mound yeah. or whatever he's trying to get some fucking trying to get some good old bacon out of there and shit right you know, you know how many dogs just on a day-to-day basis, I, I'm just walking. I hear a dog call my name. Really? They're just like, Art. <laughs> Art. And I'm just like, whoa, what? You're calling me? What's up, fool? I'm, I'm just I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That is comedy. It's comedy at its finest. But uh, in all in all seriousness, I agree with you. I think that, I mean, it's not like he said, like, that he heard the dog say, do your taxes. They're due by <laughs> June 15th. It's like, whoa, that would have been like a straight up, like, yeah, that dog the talked s- to me. The seventh commandment. Like, if the dog said that. Like, you have not paid your bills on time uh, in the last six months. I'm here to let you know that one more late payment will result in legal actions. So the Beast of Bray Road's a fucking CPA? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that the lead from uh, from Tenet? That's boring as fuck. <laughs> Denzel's. You, you got li- to listen to the Patreon episode to get that joke. Yes. Yeah, so uh, since 1936, um, it wasn't until, like, the late 80s, early 90s, uh, that, you know, the Beast, beast of Bray, Bray Road didn't make an appearance. So, like, there was a whole, like, fucking, you know, decades in between yeah. uh, where he didn't make an appearance. So, um, in 1991, uh, Doris Gibson, on Halloween night, how convenient, um, says that, you know, she was, you know, bumping, you know, Kid and Plague or Vanilla <laughs> Ice on her radio. And all of a sudden, like, she reached over to, like, you know, turn it up, obviously. Lighter right? shade of brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> So she, you know, reached over to, you know, you know, you know, fill the base basically, mm-hmm. right? Turns it up. And all of a sudden she felt like her car, like the the right side of her car, like lift up or whatever. Like she hit something, like she hit a dog or a cat or, a, you know, a gopher or something, right? And she's like, oh, shit, like I need to pull over, which rightfully so, like you would have to do. Like I've done, I've not, I have done, but I've been in the car with friends who, you know, ran over like a rabbit and I'm like, dude, you got to pull over. We got to make sure like this thing is dead. Like you can't just leave it, you know, suffering on the side of the road, which was Doris's mindset. She was like, oh shit, did like I run over like a dog or something or somebody's cat? Let me go over and make sure like either they're okay or hopefully they're, they've been taken out of their misery. I squashed all the fucking guts out of it or whatever. Right. And so she says she jumps out and she just sees like this animal, like breathing, like, like super heavy, like off into the distance. And then it just starts charging after. And she describes it pretty much like I described at the beginning of the episode being about six feet tall, about, you know, anywhere from like 300 to 600 pounds or whatever, had like the big, you know, wolf like German shepherd like head or whatever. And she smells rotting flesh. And so it starts charging like after her, like heavy it, or whatever. Is this nighttime or daytime? I'm assuming it's nighttime because she was picking up somebody to go trick or treating. Okay. With right, and so it starts charging at her. You know, like you know, just you know, barreling down the road and whatnot. So she jumps in the car. She takes off or whatever, and she feels like the animal like jump on like the trunk, 
And, you know, since I guess it had been raining earlier, it like slips off because, you know, Toyota Corollas, you know, they have like, you know, aerodynamic trunks or whatever. So yeah. it slips off due to like the rain and the aerodynamics of a Toyota Corolla. Slips off. And then for whatever reason, she goes back to Bray Road with like this friend that she took with her to go trick-or-treating. I don't know what possessed her to do that. Uh, one podcast said is because she was dropping the friend back off and she had to use Bray Road to do it. She's in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Oh, so there's nothing to do. Okay. Yeah, probably, right? Shout out to Wisconsin. They have ice fishing. That's their big thing there. Yeah. And the Milwaukee Bucks and the Green Bay Packers. Wait. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin. Yeah, checks out. Yeah. There's also an entire town that went missing in that state. Which could be a future episode. Which could be a future episode. <laughs> Shout out to Wisconsin. Anyway, she's bored as shit because she lives in Wisconsin. (laughs) And they go back and they see, like, the beast, like, just, like, on the side of the road, kind of like fucking George Carlin and fucking Jay and Silent Bob, like, like, almost like trying to hitch a ride, just, like, standing on on its hind legs. And it just looks like, you know, like a Vin Vin Diesel, like, in a werewolf suit. And, like, you remember that movie, The Howling? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that, Like, like a fucking just, like, a werewolf, like, just walking around, like, trying to fuck shit up. So I have a theory on this on this one right now, like this particular case, because this is the case that gets the most praise. If you look up the 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 the, the Beast of Bray Road, like and this is, I think the whole movie. There's a movie about this as well. If you Google it, be careful; it'll send you a link to this terrible ass movie. Uh, but most <laughs> of the movie is like based on this encounter, mm-hmm. and I think that what happened here was she must have. By the way, like if you when you're going to hit something and it's going to going to go under your tires um it's probably going to be relatively small cuz if any like a deer a deer is not going to go under your tires it's probably going to like tr- like destroy the front of your car yeah um and then probably go over it and destroy your windshield whatever so i'm guessing that this animal was small and i'm thinking what happened here is she ran over a wolf pup and Aww. and then the wolf mom was pissed yeah and charged at her and then probably took her wolf pup to try to revive it, and that's why it was still there on the side of the road. So I just want to point out this lady was Dude, a murderer. Dude, you just made me fucking cry like it was the land before time and shit. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break some hearts out there, but that's literally what I think happened here. I think she killed a wolf pup mm. and then does not realize how large wolves are. <laughs> and then, like... Wolves are fucking huge. Yeah, like, I just want to point out. And there's different sizes of wolves, but there are some very large wolves. I will say this. You don't know how fucking large a mountain lion is until you see a mountain lion. Yeah. Those things are terrifying. They are the size of panthers. So I just want to point out, shit your pants sometime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I'm glad you brought that up, too, because like with wildlife like that, they're normally not going to go after you, you know, unless they feel threatened or their young is there. So I'm glad you kind of brought that up, so, you know, especially like with wolves. Wolves will be curious. Like they'll, they'll, they're curious of humans, but they, they'll keep their distance. Like, you know, they'll, they, so they're the ultimate social distancers or whatever. Right. During these Corona times, but you start to fuck with them or, you know, like some, you know, uh, you know, a, you know, an, another animal that they killed to eat or whatever, you know, where they have to be defensive over it. That's the only time like wildlife will really come after you. So like when they feel threatened or their young is, you know, threatened as well. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned like the size of wolves. Like there are, you know, different sizes of wolves. There's wolves that are, you know, as big as like a fucking beagle. And there's wolves that are literally like the size of small ponies. I believe like the biggest wolf in the entire world called the Mackenzie Valley wolf, which is just fancy for, you know, another you know in the family of the timber wolves right uh they can actually like stand up on their hind legs 
for short periods of time and stand about seven feet tall. You know, before we started recording, you were talking about how you saw like pictures of, you know, people who killed like dead wolves or whatnot and or killed wolves. And then they became dead. They were dead they before were, uh, the living dead prior to this. They were zombie wolves. Yeah. Um, start a new rumor here. Uh, but you know, you know, they're, they can be in length about seven feet tall as well. So people, I think people have this misconception that like a wolf is like going to be as big as like, you know, a, a German shepherd or whatever, which is a pretty big dog. But like, no, they're, those things are like almost like great Dane sizes and shit. Yeah. And I think that that throws people off, especially when the adrenaline is pumping. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trust me like you're not your 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 adrenaline's pumping all you're thinking is survive 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 you're not thinking like mm, that dog was this tall and like you know that's how a lot of these cases happen like mothman and things like that like people probably were freaked out and just saw wings and go damn that was the size of a person when really it was probably you know i talked about vultures on the patreon mm-hmm. and how big they are like they those are not as big as a wolf but like maybe the size of a german shepherd where it's like that thing is in the sky, like that thing is fucking huge. To see something that large flying, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see how someone who like lived in California their whole life and all of a sudden went to Texas and saw a giant vulture eating a deer goes, "Whoa, what the fuck? That is terrifying." Same thing here. Like it's probably you know that's probably not a road that they take that often. It sounds like they're just going that doing that road for Halloween and to pick up the friend. Uh, probably not a road that they do at night that often. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like she, I, I think that that's what happened. She killed the wolf pup and pissed off a mom. Yeah, I would be too. Shit, you kill my fucking baby. Shit, I'm coming after you. I'm jumping on your fucking Toyota Tercel like a motherfucker. Somebody make that into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, going into another story, which you know causes you know the domino effect here. Uh, there is a, a lady, a bartender named Lori Arezzi, who saw the beast on the side of the road. She was coming home, you know, from a long night. Uh, you know, you know, bartending, you know, and flirting with dudes to get tips and whatnot. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shame your hustle. Good for you. Uh, but she actually saw something on the side of the road, bent over, kind of like like a, like a person, like eating, like you know, like like a pizza or something, like or like finger foods, like eating it like this or whatever, on the side of the road, like eating like a fucking man, and you know, stared like when she was, you know, I guess she was going like 20 miles an hour to be like this detailed or whatever describes that you know the beast just like how you know the previous lady described it and says it looks up at her like with glowing red eyes and it had like this big old buff body just like fucking the rock and shit and so this sparks um the local newspapers who assigned uh linda godfrey you know to do some investigation into like these stories that were popping up during you know the late 80s and early 90s so in 1991 uh linda you know, she's like a kind of like a beat reporter, you know, at this time. Like I was listening to a podcast actually on the Podbelly Network, Hillbilly Horror Stories, actually interviewed Linda Gottfried. And she said like, yeah, you know, I was more or less like a cartoonist and kind of like a journalist at large, kind of just like, you know, bopping here, there and everywhere. And like for the most part, you know, she said like, you know, like I wasn't looking to be a journalist. Uh, what had happened is, is like I think – either the journalist for that like small newspaper had either quit or got fired or whatever. And so like, they're like, Hey, like you, you, you took a journalist class or whatever. Like, how about you start writing like these, uh, these columns or whatever. So she would like write columns about like, you know, Mr. Jefferson's hay bale, uh, blew over the other day and now it's scattered all across the, yeah. the ice fishing. Uh, she was pond. on Panda watch for years until that Panda gave birth. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she did like a lot of small stories like that. So, 
uh, she, you know, went and, um, you know, uh, you know, interviewed a couple of people and then she actually did like a really cool thing where she's just like, well, cause she was skeptical, like, just like you and I about like the whole like beast of Bray road thing. She was like, oh, okay. It's either a hoax or, you know, somebody's seeing like, you know, a fucking great Dane out there and like freaking out or whatnot. So she goes to like the County, uh, animal control officer and she's like interview. She's asking him a bunch of questions like, Hey, we got all these like, you know, reports of like a werewolf on Bray road or whatever. And like the animal control officers like one minute and pulls out like this large, like thick manila file that has it labeled werewolf on the top tab. And he's like, dude, here's like all these reports of like all these people, like all their accounts that they've seen like this, this, this animal thing, this like wolf thing that's like out there in Bray road. And like, this is where you get like the story, you know, from, you know, Doris and Lori and whatnot. And, um, he's just like, Hey, like here's all their contact information um, go ahead and interview him, see what you can get. And like, I guess what Linda said is like a lot of these people, like their stories were very consistent, but she goes, I don't think it was a hoax or them, you know, just, you know, you know, retelling a story that they told kind of like, you know, here in Bakersfield, like everybody knows the members of corn somehow, somehow yeah, yeah. everybody's mom babysat fucking Jonathan Davis. Yeah. Like, Jonathan Davis must have went to like a million different daycares. Yeah. Like in Every, everybody rehearsed, corn rehearsed in everyone's backyard. Yeah. yeah. Did a show in my fucking living room and shit. So apparently like corn was doing like fucking seven shows a fucking week <laughs> and shit. Um, and she said it wasn't one of those cases where it's just like people just like trying to retell the same story, trying to be a part of, you know, the local lore or whatnot. She goes, these seem like people that really did see stuff. And then she goes, and she goes, another thing is too, is like these people either blue collar or white collar you know, the racial demographic, like you would have, you know, African-Americans, you would have white people, you would have, you know, like Mexicans. I'm assuming there's Mexicans in Wisconsin. There's no, no Art shaking his head. They don't like, they don't like fucking um, ice fishing. No, <laughs> no, I, no, no, no Mexicans there. Man. But, uh, so let's just say Puerto Ricans. How about that? There's Puerto Ricans. They do, uh, they dabble in ice. Okay. So <laughs> Santeria and yeah. ice. Yeah. Um, so she said like, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was a, a cornucopia of different people, okay. if you will, that, you know, were telling, you know, pretty accurate descri- <laughs> descriptions of the same thing. And so she says, you brought the, you know, this information back really quickly. Just uh, one thing I would like to know is, do you remember when we covered uh, missing four one one? Yes. And like there was no records of like all the people that had gone missing. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows you like this these this department was keeping tabs on like all the people that have, have done the werewolf. Like I saw a werewolf and he kept the file somehow and like uh-huh. still kept it organized for everybody. Yeah. Over here, like people like legitimately go missing, like no never seen again. It's like no, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That is weird, huh? It, it, it just as you said that, I was like, man, that's fucking weird. It makes that missing four one one thing even weirder now, but. Because the werewolf is being <laughs> kept track of. But anyways, continue. Yeah, so um, she brought it back to uh, the gentleman that, you know, the animal control office. And she said that they, they both, like, attested this because there's a documentary, like, you can watch. Um, I believe it's on YouTube, but I watched it on, on Hulu um, where they said they were talking. And then all of a sudden, like, all the bookshelves, like, it started to shake and all the books started to come off the shelf. So they both stated this. Not just Linda Godfrey trying to sell you her book or whatever, right? Um, but it, I guess this is like I, her whole life. Like she's like written like I guess like seventeen, eighteen books, and a lot of them have you know stuff to do with like you know stories about you know the Beast of Bray Road, 
Um, and then it starts to expand out past that where it's just like once people started to get wind of like the story of the beast of Bray Road, other people would call out. So it kind of like did like this expansive ex- expanded effect where like people like you, you were talking about, like, you know, the Michigan dogmen or whatever. And like, the, you know, the people in Minnesota seeing dogmen, you know, even far down, like I believe like as Kentucky, like, so it, like you just see like this, like, you know, map that she's like putting together, she puts together like all these sightings. And she was saying it's like, it's weird because a lot of these sightings would happen on the same spots that you would see like these Indian effigy burial grounds and whatnot. And what I mean by that is, and you know, I'll see like on the, I'll put some pictures like on the YouTube video where it's just like, you know, like in South America, like you'll get like pictures of like, uh, you have to do like an aerial shot of it and you'll see like people or like animals like in the ground. And that's basically what you see like all throughout like Wisconsin and, you know, even up like up into Minnesota and stuff like that. Like it looks like a person like drawn on the ground, but there's actually like Indian bodies that are buried under there. Oh, like the Nazca lines? Yes. There you go. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. And she says, you know, so I started pinpointing it, you know, the sightings, like people saying like, oh, I saw the beast here. I saw like the Michigan dog man here. I saw like the Wendigo man here or like the werewolf of Oaxaca County right here. And she said, I started to notice like the consistency that like it was near in the vicinity of like either bodies of water or like these Indian effigy grounds. And she, so what I did is I drew, I, you know, pinpointed all these and then I drew it over it and then I put it like, I superimposed it over it and they seem to match up. So and, bodies of water is like, yeah, but every animal that we know of kind of, uses water as a source of life. So it's just, you can just rule that one out. Cause it's like, no matter where you go, you find water, you'll find life mm-hmm. um, for the most part. But um, I will say this, and it didn't strike me this until uh, like, as I've heard more of these stories, um, we brought this up when, when we talked about Bigfoot and how much Bigfoot, you know, like black bears, like when they stand up, they kind of look like a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, this to me strikes me more of like this answers that question a little more because it looks like a dog man more than a Bigfoot. Like I find a Bigfoot harder to confuse for a, for a, for a bear because Bigfoot sightings tend to be a little more like it looked like a man, which, you know, is a little, it's harder to confuse a man with, with a dog or a bear. Yeah. So I could see how a bear and a dog, especially if a dog standing up and you're calling it a dog, man, it's like, yeah, it sounds like you just saw a bear standing up, mm-hmm. um, and confusing it. Cause the adrenaline's probably pumping. You're like, Oh shit, dog man. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, those, oh, that, that body of water thing. That's, I don't know about the ethogies part of it, but it also seems like that's probably also where humans live too so that's obviously you're going to see them where humans are mm-hmm. so like the you know, food source no humans no sightings kind of thing mm-hmm. but um but what she was saying is just like I, she went down the whole like ancient aliens fucking you know oh. indian burial ground uh, route which we've always pointed out in our episodes always kind of like seems a little racist or kinda whatever racist, yeah <laughs> but linda she said that she spoke to like some indian tribes like within the area and she goes, oh, no, like what we believe is like, you know, these dogmen, like these are real pe- things like in our, you know, culture or, or our lore. And he goes, he said, basically what those, those things are there is they're, they're, they're from the spirit realm. And what they do is they're protectors, you know, of, you know, you know, the afterlife basically. So like, you know, those Indian effigy burial grounds or whatever, like they're, 
there's protectors of like these pa- these places. And one of the Indians said to her, the reason why you're seeing them around bodies of water, you know, I, I tend to agree with you, Art. You know, it's because, yeah, you're going to see like wolves and bears and wildlife and shit because of by a body of water. But it's because that's how, you know, things travel between the spirit realm and this realm is through bodies of water. And that's why you're seeing it during these, you know, on this map, if you will. And so she said, you know, she started doing, you know, her research about Greek mythology and Egyptian mythology and like all these, you know, you know, things like even in the Bible, you know, about, um, you know, dogmen and werewolves or whatever. And like the stories are pretty consistent with like, hey, you know, these dog, wolf, you know, coyote creature, like men hybrids or whatever. They're always like protectors like like of the afterlife, you know, even like, you know, when you think of hell, like hellhounds and stuff, they're protectors of, you know, the gates of hell and shit like that. And so that's where like she like started to go down like more of the paranormal route. Some people, you know, go down the whole like UFO route. They're like, oh, these are UFOs that have come down. And then some people do the whole. Um, uh What's that place uh, out there in Utah? Um, Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. You know, these are, you know, entities from, you know, another realm. You know, even like a skinwalker, like kind of looks like like a dog man, doesn't it? And sure does. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, uh, I, uh, I guess I, I, I could see some of the, the appeal of it because my theory on, on, uh, on Bigfoot is like, what if you had this creature that was just equally as smart as a human, but did not have the same values as a human? Like the mm-hmm. values are different. Like the values of a human are like, like fucking destroy as much as you can to like accumulate wealth or whatever. Like that's it, and reproduce. Like what if it didn't have that? What if it had like a more like the way like the native people had? Like it was like be kind to Mother Earth and like live in one with the site. Like you know it wouldn't be like I want to build buildings and like fucking like by a TB or whatever. Like maybe it's a little more like spiritual. Maybe these animals are animals. I don't know. Creatures are more spiritual creatures. And maybe that whole like interdimensional thing that we talked about when we talked about, um, um, Skinwalker ranch, maybe these are connected to that. Maybe they're Mm. on a more spiritual plane than we are. Like maybe we're not even at that level of like enlightenment yet. Like maybe we're the uninvolved ones kind of thing. I don't know. Just a thing to throw out there, but, I do find that part of it fascinating. I like whenever like I I whenever I hear these types of things I'm like, yeah, I guess I could see how like you know like that's why we don't see these creatures. Like you don't find dead human bodies all over the place because we bury our dead or you know burn our dead or mm-hmm. like do all kinds of things with our with our dead. There's not you don't just find human bones everywhere. Maybe they're the equivalent of that. Maybe they have some kind of ritual thing, whatever it may be. Um, you know, like ancient people, you don't find a, like ancient. You do find some bones, but like all the bones were more like decorative and like in like Aztec ruins mm-hmm. and types of things. Like they did stuff with the bones because like it was either a feast of like this person we just ate, and then here's the skull that we kept as like a. Hey, remember this guy <laughs> kind of thing? We made a chalice out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like now he's a fucking helmet. So like <laughs> um like it is it's kind of I think it's kind of interesting. I think that it's an interesting take on all this. I I I kinda like dabble and think like that's possible. Like I think that that's so many weird topics the, that we've covered. The door open. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep the door open to that. I think that Bigfoot, like I I still think Bigfoot in this is probably the same thing. 
mm. just like you know like humanoid creatures which some people think it is a bigfoot yeah i think that this is probably the same creature ish you know like some large humanoid creature that's out there mm-hmm. um i think that it's but i also think that they're probably seeing some black bears they're probably seeing some very large wolves and they're like just mixing it all oh, in the same shit. pot because a lot of these stories, like, because I gave you, like, what, three stories or whatever, and, like, those are, like, the sexiest stories, the most in-detailed stories. But a lot of stories, like, when you start to, like, you know, throw yourself in this world, it's a lot of, like, well, I woke up at 4.30 in the morning over there by Jasper Junction or whatever, right? I was, you know, bringing in the cattle, and I was, you know, getting into my Ford F-150, and I was thinking, oh, shit, I got to go to Tom's Piggly Wiggly in town, so... I looked over yonder at the field, and I just saw these glowing eyes looking back at me. Now, mind you, it was four thirty in the morning; the moon was out, so it probably could have been, could, probably could have been, probably been old Jasper's like uh, yeah. hound over there. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm gonna land on it was the beast. It looked at me, and I had a little bit of flutter in my heart. Made my pacemaker stop for a minute or whatever, right? So you get a lot of those stories where it's yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. saw a fucking a dog or a coyote basically out like in you know the distance or whatever. It scared me. Oh, must have been the beast or whatever. And you also don't get any attacks. Like there's nobody that gets like their face ripped off or, you know, like in the Eric Andre movie, like, you know, the beast doesn't, you know, anally rape him or anything yeah. like that or just on his face. Uh, but it's like more or less like, hey, I'm going to, fu- you know, I'm going to scare you away because, you know, hey, I got some shit that I don't want you over here or whatever, right? And that sounds like just basic wildlife. Every summer, we used to go to this, like, church camp, and we would run across bears all the time. We would run across, like, you know, wolf packs or coyote packs, like, all the time. And if they didn't want you around, like, they would, you know, they would charge at you and then, you know, mosey away. But they wanted you away from them. They wanted you away from their cubs and all that shit, right? Or they would just, like, run off. Um, But you mentioned, like, the whole, like, black bear thing. And this is kind of like where I landed on it. Look up on your computing device here. Look up a bear with mange. All right. Let's see here. Bear with. Whoops. Mange. Make America great again. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of different uh, pictures that pop up. Some of them look like they're dying. Some of them do look Some pretty them, raspy. Yeah, and then doesn't um, now I can't see your screen, but like the when I was Google imaging searching, I you, assume that maybe this one is the one you. Oh, okay, yeah. So doesn't that look like a fucking like like a werewolf or something like walking down? You know, if you saw that like on Bray Road on Halloween night or whatever, right? And that thing stood up on its hind legs or whatever, right? You can clearly see, like, you know, uh, maybe you get some muscle definition there because it's, like, emaciated a little bit. But then it has, like, this mane of hair. And it has, like, that, you know, wolf-like, you know, dog-like face or whatever because all the bear's fur is gone or whatever, right? Yeah. And bears are notorious for that. Like, they'll charge at you if, you know, their young is right there. So what if that was actually, a you know, a bear cub that she ran over and then, you know, the bear... You know, obviously, it's like, oh, fuck, I got mange. I'm pissed off. I smell like fucking rotting flesh because my flesh is literally rotting <laughs> look, off of look, itself. Look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with all the fucking furry porn that's coming on your fucking uh, screen here? This is dog with mange or bear with mange. 
<laughs> a cartoon version of it. Yeah. But I think that's a lot like what people are seeing too is like a lot of black bears with mange. And then when you look up like, you know, bears in the area of fucking Elkhorn, Wisconsin, you do see there is a very large population of them uh, because there are like forests like within the outskirts of the area. And if those forests like are running out of food sources, you do get, you know, bears coming down into towns like this. Because like Bray this, Road. This guy's like about to throw down. Yeah, he looks like, he looks scarier than an actual yeah, beast. You should be the Memphis Grizzly logo right yeah. there. Um, but you, you do that. Like, yeah, if like they're running out of food source, like they'll come into town and then Bray Road actually has like these long stretches of like, you know, uh, like trees and like uh, foresty areas that, you know, a black bear with mange could like hide out in until like, you know, a car passes by, you know, then they can venture on down the road, you know, to go down into. Dude, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> if if this thing broke into your house in the middle of the night, don't tell me you wouldn't shit your pants. Like if you woke up and that thing was standing at the foot of your bed. Yeah. Dude, I would shit myself. I'd probably die of a heart attack. Dude, I, I honestly like. I'd have a seizure. I would fucking, I would probably die of a heart attack if I, if I woke up and that was staying there. Cause that does. Okay. So I know it's not supposed to be scary. Like, I think it's supposed to be a, a Halloween are, costume. Yeah. Like what are they called in English? I was going to say a foca, but uh, a seal. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a seal. It's a seal Halloween costume, but those eyes are terrifying as fuck. Yeah. They're like, soulless. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like the real accounts that like, like you said, like with Linda Godfrey, she was saying that like most people are describing like the same thing. And I'm pretty sure they were seeing like a black bear or like a family of black bears with mange. And oh yeah, during this time period, like there was a large population of bears that were getting mange, you know, in the Pennsylvania area, in the Michigan area, whatever, right? And it all lines up with, like, this timeline that people are seeing, like, the Beast of Bray Road during, like, the late 80s and early 90s. And that's how you get this lore. Now, there are, like, accounts of people, like, seeing it, like, in modern times. I believe, like, the show that's on, like, you know, the Travel Channel right now that covers, like, the Beast of Bray Road, I think it's called, like, In Search of Monsters or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. there's this guy who was like, yes, I was... I was driving down the freeway and I saw something run, you know, alongside of my car and it was keeping pace. A lot of people like there, we live in like the YouTube era or whatever. And there's like a lot of documented cases of like hoaxes and whatnot. So like there's people that are like creating showing up in these costumes. Yeah. If I saw this on the road in the middle of the night, I would shit myself. And that's probably like some fucking uh, Halloween costume that came from like Costco, like in 1991, right? Yeah, I wouldn't shit myself because it looks real. I'm just shitting myself because, like, if I, th- the man that wears this costume is the man that holds all the evil in the world in his heart. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Or woman. Uh, and then one final thing, and I mean, I'm I'm not giving this much precedent. Precedence. Um, back like in the late 80s and early 90s, you did have like a lot of people you know, in the southern Wisconsin area that would go into, like, the woods by Elkhorn and, like, do a lot of fucking, like, um, satanic rituals. And, like, they would find, you know, a lot of, like, um, you know, uh, mutilated, like, animal corpses and a lot of things like that, like, you know, sacrifices basically to, you know, the Dark Lord or whatnot. Uh, but that's probably why you were getting like this, like influx of like wolves and bears or whatever, because they, the, the, the animal control officer that kept like that werewolf file, you're yeah. saying like, yeah, there, there was a lot of fucking like, you know, like, you know, mutilated, like, you know, dog carcasses and like deer carcasses, like in the area. 
And maybe that's what it was. It was just like, okay, yeah, there was these people doing like these like, you know, you know, black magic rituals or whatever and like leaving these carcasses around and it was attracting like fucking wildlife, bringing out these big old fucking, you know, like timber wolves out of fucking hiding, bringing all these bears that are fucking, you know, emaciated and have mange and shit, bringing them out of uh, hiding and shit. Dude, I think we solved this shit. We did. <laughs> Case closed. Yeah, you're welcome, America. Uh, also, I can't stop staring at this goddamn creature on my on my computer screen here. Do you want to show it to the camera, sir, so they know what they? Fucking... Yeah, yeah. So I'm posting it on my. Oops, let me move this water bottle. I'm posting it on my Instagram and I'm tagging the podcast in it. Can't really see it that well. Oh, I need a better computer. I I recently started draw. I bought a drawing tablet mm-hmm. to uh, plug into my computer just to do some like graphic design drawings. Oh, and um. I just realized, man, my computer screen is not the most high quality. I should probably <laughs> update this computer. Get yourself a MacBook Pro or something. Yeah. Well, I think if you have MacBook Pro, you can draw directly on the screen. Or, mm-hmm. I think. Or iPad Pro. iPad Pro lets you draw directly on the screen. Yeah. Um, I like the feel of like, of drawing like it. It comes with like this like whole pen and paper it gives you like this weird feeling that you're actually drawing mm. i like that feeling i don't really like the feeling of like i've felt those where it's like it feels like you're on glass or whatever oh okay i'm just saying just a just a thing out there just just but anyways how did that come up the screen sucks on my computer yeah yes but we solved the case of the the beast of bray road yeah yeah it's a man in a, suit, in a focus <laughs> <laughs> all right so do you got anything else sir you want to add to this no i mean i think that just to throw my two cents on this and i've, I've done it throughout the podcast but i do think that a lot of these are like misidentified animals mm. i think black bears that stand on two feet look very humanoid i think that um wolves are terrifying whenever you see them uh, up close they are terrifying especially if a wolf is charging at you you probably have some mistaken identity and I also dabble in the in the idea that maybe Bigfoot is an interdimensional creature that is like on a more spiritual plane than we are, and uh, that's why we don't interact with it. You think uh, Bigfoot is protecting these Indian uh, burial effigies as well? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to think. He's about a colonizer. That. He doesn't like fucking Indians. No, I just think that like similar to. Um, like, uh, I, I think that maybe, like, Native Americans and people that are, like, more in touch with, like, the spiritual elements of, of life, uh, like, the people that smoke peyote and go into the desert and, like, all that, that to me is all, like, spending enough time in nature brings out something in, in humans. And I think, like, Native Americans spend a lot of time in, in nature and maybe they're more in touch with with the spiritual elements. But I think that it's, like... Maybe it's in a completely different level. Like maybe they're a six when Bigfoot's like a twenty in the spiritual spectrum, where it's like, yeah, they can kind of like interact a little bit, but like it's not trustworthy just yet. I don't know. I don't know. Just a thought. I mean, that's the whole like that's a putting me on the spot kind of thing. But I don't think that the Bigfoot or anything like that cares about like our gods or whatever, like our like or our dead kind of thing, like. Like, the whole thing when that dude, like, what do you say? Like, something about a Bible verse or something? Like, Gintaro. Oh, Gintaro. Montaro. Montaro. <laughs> I don't know who to pick on Mortal Kombat. Montaro. You should pick Montaro. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, Not Noob Sabat. Yeah, Noob, Noob Sabat. Yeah, you're right. Noob Sabat's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Baraka. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, 
Yeah, you know what? Like, I think some of this is mistaken identity. I think sometimes it's adrenaline. I think sometimes people just don't know n- nature. Or I think some of it, there's, there's weird shit out there that cannot be explained. You are right about that, too, because uh, one thing I forgot to bring up is, like, in Wisconsin, like, in, like, the night, like, the, like, turn of the century, like, the 1900s or whatever, like, there was this whole, like, like, mission to, like, you know, terminate, like, all the wolves, like, in that area. So, like, southern Wisconsin is all, like, fucking farmlands and shit. If you got, like, fucking, you know, farmland that you're trying to grow, like, you know, animals and plants and stuff on that, you don't want, like, a bunch of wolves, like, coming and snatching that shit up. So, like, they pretty much, like, exterminated all the wolf population out of that area. So, from, like, like 1900 up until, like, you know, I believe it was, like, 1967 or whatever, when El Yucateco came, um, you didn't have very many wolves, like, in that area at all. Um, not until they started like reintroducing like wolves like into like the ecosystem because hey like you take something out of its ecosystem it starts to fuck up you know the rest of you know of the ecosystem right and so like when they start reintroducing like wolves into the area people are not familiar oh they just think like the wolf like wolves are like you know just like you know a, you know a wild dog but like in all reality the fucking wolves in that area are fucking like se- are seven feet tall like they're these they're basically like furry ass great danes and shit. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they terrifying creatures. Like, I said this on, like, an episode a long time ago where I talked about the time that I saw a uh, a mountain lion or a bobcat, but it looked a lot bigger than mm-hmm. than I thought they would up close. Uh, they are terrifying. You know, like, to see an animal that big and it's out there in nature and, like, in our backyards, because that one was, wasn't even, like, in Wimwolves. That one's, like, closer to Big Show when I saw that. Hey. And, um, that, that, that shit will make you piss yourself. Like I, I usually, when I go hiking, I, um, and I know our buddy Jesus, he saw a, a mountain lion at wind wolves, but I take a knife with me when I go hiking. And sometimes I think like, yeah, it's, it's like a nice little comforting thing, but that thing has like five knives on its hands <laughs> and it like moves way faster than I'll ever move. Yeah. Um, so like, it's like, yeah, it's like a last, last minute, like if I need to just injure it enough for it to go away kind of thing. And hopefully I don't bleed to death by the time I get to the hospital. Like that's, that's my game plan. Like yeah. don't bleed. To death. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. I'm just, nature is a, is a fucking nature is metal. And then yeah. one thing I want to leave it on, you know, like those stories of like people that see it, like on the, you know, that, that freeway, that Bray road or whatever, they're like oh, I was doing 55 miles an hour and the beast was, you know, you know, staying, you know, on pace with me. Look up nature is metal and like there's videos of like bears like chasing down people like on motorcycles and shit. Like that'll tell you just like how fast that animal is. Even like with mange. Like they can fucking run like a fucking like the wind blows and shit. Damn. Yeah, so I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Hey guys, uh tell your mama's you boo boo twos. <laughs> uh shout out Elizabeth Jackman, shout out Elizabeth Warren. Um that's it. I thought I had something like somebody in particular to give a shout out to. Hey, shout out to Asus for uh, covering for me on that episode. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's got some pretty good downloads. So, you know, God bless you on that. Uh, so with all of that said, guys, make sure you check out our buddy Jesus' podcast, The Words Are Hard podcast. They've been doing the Lord's work, giving us a proper shout out every week. So shout out to them. Check them out. Uh, check out everything that they're doing. Uh, we are official members of the Podbelly Network. So if you want to see, you know, listen to other great podcasts, like I mentioned, like Hillbilly Horror Stories, they actually interviewed Linda Godfrey. Um, so if you want to hear that interview, you know, go over there. 
Uh, there's actually, um, you know, Graveyard Tales. They have an episode about the Beast of Bray Road that I used uh, for research as well. Um, you know, check out those podcasts um, as well as us. Check us out. Check us out on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A One. Also, too, if you want to get some of our merchandise, uh, which is designed by the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch, uh, go to tpublic.com, search for Art and Jacob Do America. And if you want to you know, support you know, Nicole, you know, check out her you know, clothing line, uh, Sucor Apparel, at sucorapparel.com. Uh, you know, support local artists. She's a badass, uh, probably the best uh, graphic designer this community has. Known um, to man. I'll say it. Known to man. Yeah. 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 Known to every yeah. beast and man out there. Nicole, do me a favor. Uh, I just posted a picture of a man in a focus suit. <laughs> um, could you make that into a sticker? <laughs> <laughs> With glowing red eyes and shit. No, keep the eyes black. That soul is dead stare. That okay. Like, Those like God. great white shark eyes and shit. Yeah, it's like, dear God, that thing is like emotionless. Imagine staring at that while it's killing you. Like, I'd rather be killed by like a, a an angry grizzly bear than see that thing like stabbing me to death. It's like, oh. At least a bear has soul. Yeah, show some emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know that you love killing me. Don't give me. Don't keep me on the fucking uh, the tail end here. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's all I got for this week. Art, thank you for being here. I guess. Hey, uh, you're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> we solved the case. Anyways, have a good night, everybody. If werewolves do exist, this is probably a werewolf. Hey, what are you doing? Once the W word was spoken, werewolf mania broke out in Elkhorn. T-shirts were gobbled up and personal capture permits were issued courtesy of Harry Face. Even the local bakery made Beast of Bray Road cookies, touting them as werewolf cookies that will make you howl. Letters came pouring in, one in particular sent chills down Linda's spine. He said it was too large to be a wolf. It had a terribly unkempt look to its fur. Wild, not normal. So, is it a dog, coyote, or werewolf? Believe what you will, but just remember, it's here, just waiting. It's like that and like this and like that, and uh, it's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.